What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Beyond the Beauty is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Bobby Brown. I first saw the makeup brand Kosas a bunch of years ago, and it looked so much like a traditional brand, but it was one of the first brands that was clean and looked like a regular brand that you would see in all the department stores. I tried it and the makeup worked. So I'm really curious and interested in how the brand was built. And, you know, I want to talk to the founder, Sheena Yatanis. I was pretty intrigued by not just that she's someone that loves beauty, that grew up watching her mom, but she was super smart, had a science background, got her master's in business, was also an actress. But here is this girl who has a beauty brand. So I'm very curious to find out who is Sheena Yatanis. Hey, Sheena. Hi, Bobby. So nice to meet you. It's really nice to meet you, too. You have some incredible, in, incredibly interesting bio, which I can't wait to dive into. Let's dive into it. Yeah, but I, but I remember the first time I saw the brand, I was still working at the old company, and you were, you know, you guys had just come out, and I just thought, how fascinating. Like, it was so new and different because there was nothing in the clean world that resembled like a real makeup product. So t tell me about the well, launch. Thank you, Bob. And yeah. thank you for um, knowing and noticing that like was like, that was like a big revolution and jump, I think for clean. Um, but of course, like at the time that Kosas launched, there was no such term as clean. It wasn't even a thing yet. Well, there was some, it, there were some things that people were making in their kitchen and, you know, granola kind of hippie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We had like natural and organic and like a sense of like understanding that maybe there was some, there were some ingredients and in conventional that people didn't want to use. There was like get, definitely a rise of like, oh, should we be questioning these ingredients? That was starting to happen. 
Um, and then I like, I love where we've landed now and like the, and I love the evolution of where things are going. Cause I think there was like that big pendulum swing to natural and organic. And uh, that was tough for people who are obsessed with makeup and wearing it. <laughs> um, and so now I, I like, I love that we've kind of come back around to thoughtful and purposeful. Right. Well, let's, let's go back for a second because you grew up, your mother worked in cosmetics. She was in retail. Tell me. She worked at the mall. Okay. My mother worked at the mall. Um, she worked at, before I was even born, she worked at Clarins. Um, and then when I was growing up, she worked at Clinique. And I don't know if you, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and guess you've never worked at the mall, but I, 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 I actually, I actually sold shoes in high school at the mall. Yes. You did. did. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of a rite of passage, right? Um, so because my mom worked at Clinique and she actually really loved that. She still speaks fondly of like how fun it was. Cause of course you you work at shopping, like how fun is that? Um, and her friends would be, you know, like the the girl from the Lancome counter or like, you know, someone from Chanel and then the S and Estee Lauder. And that's how I got to know these brands was through the people who were my mom's friends who repped the brands. And you really start to understand like a very early sense of like, what does DNA mean? What's identity? And like, what's the difference between these things? And so much of that just came through like the the textures, the smells, the names, and they all had a little personality of their own. So I got my beauty education on the ground. And you must have played with your mom's makeup when you were a kid. It's all I played with. Yeah. So like I was a very quiet child. I spent a lot of time in my mom's bathroom or in my room by myself. Um, I've always been drawn to materials because like I have a compulsion to make things. And what greater material and, or medium than makeup. I mean, we had, and I had so much of it and so much access to it. It was like, it's like going to the art store, mm. like going into her bathroom and going through her drawers was just like going to the art store. And you used to make your own makeup when you were a little kid. Is that correct? Yes. yes. I made my own makeup. I started making my own makeup when I was probably like 10. I would at that time, you know, you buy those little Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like pill cases and the jar of Vaseline and the mm -hmm. eyeshadow and then crush it all up and mix it all together. And like, I would make, I actually made some early stuff that I'm coming back around uh -huh. to, like the idea of like glitter gel highlighter. Uh -huh. like, <laughs> uh -huh. That's a big one. Um, yeah. So I would make, I would mix makeup. I would mix skincare too. And, um, and nail polish because I was like very, I love the lacquery, like enamely texture of nail polish. I think it's such a gorgeous material and mixing the colors was like a fun early thing for me. So you were very creative as a kid and did all these really cool things. You grew up, you know, with your mom's makeup, but you were a smarty pants and you ended up studying biology science at UCI. Yeah, I did. My, um, I mean, here's the thing. My parents are immigrants. They moved here in, they moved to America from Iran in the 70s when they were in college. Mm. They were supposed to come here to do an exchange program. And at the time, like the relationship between Iran and the United States was good. And so th things were okay. And they came here. They didn't speak English. Um, they moved to Texas and they went to college. And while they were here, a war started back in their home country. 
and they basically became stateless. Like they couldn't go back to their war torn country. They didn't really belong here at all. Um, you know, they started to face the realities of what it means to be an other here in the U S they were, um, you know, and then they, and then they tried to make the best of it, which is to make a better life for their kids. And they're both, they both have like such a deep artistic nature. I watched my mom grow up. She has such an amazing sense of color. I like everything I learned about mixing colors came from her. Like the emotional response that you get from putting pink next to orange. Like that's something she taught me when I was a kid. And so these were the things that moved her. And yet she was filled with such a fear of ever pursuing anything creative in her entire life because she was foreign. And that takes guts and it takes showing your heart and it takes so much confidence and courage, which she did not have. So I watched this as I grew up with my parents not speaking English. And that like affects the dynamic of the parent-child relationship because in a lot of ways, like they can't guide you. You have to guide them. And then, yes, my nature was artistic from day one. Like these are the things that I was obsessed with and wanted to spend my life doing. Um, But I also had to carry some of that fear too. They were afraid for me, which actually like just made me afraid too. And so the last thing your parents want you to do when they feel that way is to do anything risky, like become an artist. Mm -hmm. That's insane. So um, I pursued science, which I actually find to be a very creative discipline anyway, because you are in uncharted territory most of the time you're trying to discover. And so that part of it, I really did love and I still love. And I never thought it would become useful to me, but turns out it has. Well, if someone would have told me that in high school, maybe I would have gotten better than D's in science because there was nothing creative about my science teacher. So besides this, besides this brainiac creative girl, you happen to be beautiful. You acted. I acted for 30 seconds and I did not like it. Okay, but more than 30 seconds. You you were in house and you were also season one of MasterChef. So you cook. I do. Come cook. on. I love cooking. Yeah. I love co- cooking. It's, it's that whole like compulsively making things with your hands thing. Wow. There's a theme here. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's quite something else. And then you also started a makeup company. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude partner in hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You started with eight lipsticks. I started with four lipsticks. Four. All right. I started with 10. You started with four. Yeah. And how did you, like, so how did that happen? I had, I still think about this a lot, actually, because my love is with color. My love is with color and form. And I have what feels like a lot of concentrated creative energy that like needs to come out somehow. And that can come out through a lot of different things. And there was a period of time where I wanted to really like more formally learn the principles of art. And so I started working with an art teacher and this was right before I started COSAS. And um, she was teaching me color theory. Like we were really understanding and we were working on portraiture because like, I think I'm so fascinated by and like I get a lot of pleasure from the female form and humans in art like that's my that's something I love I'm less drawn to landscapes more drawn to humans so you could paint you paint people and faces I paint I do not paint well Uh so like let's not (laughs) let's not get ahead of ourselves I love it but I'm not good at it and like it's like the same thing with the piano for me like I love it but I'm like not good you know and that's okay um So I learned, but I did start to learn painting and I learned color. And it was in that process of like when I was learning how to mix earth tones and skin tones, which I had like absolutely no idea what the anatomy of these were. It was, it's so fun. Um, But when I was doing it, like I was ending up with these piles of skin toned paint and they were so gorgeous and so alive. And I was like, that's, makeup that I want to wear. Like those are the colors that I want to wear that I feel like are going to bring to life my whole face. And that's what I've been looking for. And yet, like every time I try to find a color like that, why is it that when I put it on, I end up looking worse? And I know that this is a podcast, so so other people can't see me, but you can. I'm so green. My skin tone is really, really olive. Um, And so it's like a, it's a hard to mix with situation. And there aren't a lot of products out there that like kind of cater to this tone family. And so those piles of paint to me, like I felt seen by them because I was like, if I put those on, I am going to look good. That's going to be great. And then those drove what those first four lipstick colors were. Okay. Everyone wants a makeup line now, but the question is where does someone begin that doesn't know anything? You know, how did you find a chemist? How did you find the packaging? Great question. I was in the makeup chair on, I think it was House. 
It was or at my 30 seconds of acting. See, I knew it's always like it's like Slumdog Millionaire uh-huh. this life. Everything has a reason. Yeah. So it was in that 30 seconds of acting. I was in the makeup chair. I was talking to the makeup artist and I told her about like, I want to have a makeup. And at that time, by the way, there weren't as many people saying that they wanted to have a beauty brand. Beauty was a place that fashion people were escaping to because it was like a way more laid back business. Like they were like, fashion's too intense. It's too aggro. Like, let's go to um, beauty. And so I thought it was like relatively chill and laid back as an industry then. Um, and I asked her and I told her about it and she said, Oh, I have a few friends who've like made some products and you know, here's the name of somebody. I had tried the Google thing. I reached out to many chemists, not one of them wrote me back. Um, Mm -hmm. and then she gave me this name and this one person wrote me back and that started everything. Wow. So how did you sell the first four lipsticks? So I made a website and I actually don't think like Shopify was even around then. There was something different. I had to actually like make a custom website and it had four products on it. You know, it was these four lipsticks. It was a single page. Did you do and that like, yourself or did you have to ask someone to do it? I, ha- I had to ask somebody. Yeah. Okay. So I had one, this, you know, I went to this guy's garage and he made me a website with one page and I designed it by drawing it on a piece of paper. People are so sophisticated now, aren't they? They're like, have all these branding decks and like the yeah. whole thing. And I was just like, uh, here's my website. I put some squares on there. I was like, put the face here, the button here. And that was kind of it. And it was a single page. And then like one day I turned it on and that day was the day I received the lipsticks. Like it wasn't this like grand master plan. It was just like, hmm. I was so scared to even own this many lipsticks. How many did you like, order? Do you remember how many was your first order? The minimum, the minimum order quantity, which was which was a thousand pieces per shade. So I had four thousand lipsticks in my house, and I was like, "What does four thousand <laughs> lipsticks seriously even look like?" Like I was like, "Can you give me like, is it like going to fill up one room? What's it going to look like?" Anyway, it wasn't. It was actually not that big. <laughs> I was surprised. Um, I put them in the den in my house in these little piles. And then that was it. I turned on the website and I posted about it on Instagram to my 500 friends and family that followed me. And like people started placing little orders. It was so, I like, I remember how long it took for me to make the first thousand dollars. You know, I I love hearing this story because so many people, you're right. They make the decks, they get the investments, they do all of this, and I and I have people calling me all the time. How do I get these to influence, or how do I get press? And I'm like, you need the product. You need like if you don't have a product that you think is better than what's out there, you don't have a company. You can't do it the other way around. So yeah. honestly, anyone that's listening, I don't care if you want to make bras or granola. This is how you start a business, and this is how you become an entrepreneur. And by the way, I don't know how long from the time that you did those four lipsticks to when people started hearing about you, but in, in, I know that you were the number one indie brand of the year in 2019. Like, that's huge. That was four years later. Yeah, that was four years later. Yeah, it took time. There's so many COSA questions because it's become such a giant brand. How many employees do you have right now? 
We have 40. Thank you for thinking we're a giant brand. We're a teeny tiny brand, but I'm glad that it looks that way. But yeah, we have a team of 40. Okay. In the indie world, you're a giant brand. Okay. I'll take that. In my small pond, I'm a big fish. Yes. Yes. And what, what keeps you up at night? Oh my God, Bobby. When is the last time I slept? Everything, (laughs) every little thing. I would, I would say, I mean, I think what's very, there are a few things. One is I'm a person, like I'm a human being with a heart and a soul and bones. And I'm just a, like, I'm just as vulnerable as anybody else. Um, cause we all are. And so I think the like giving up of my personhood in some way, or, or like not having the sensitivity towards like, who I am as a person. I know that's a super abstract and vague, beyond vague thing to say, but I think that sometimes does um, because like it ultimately comes down to this like feeling of being misunderstood sometimes or or like misrepresented. And that's uh, that can hurt because um, I think that we have a drive to be seen by those we love as what we believe we are. And when you end up doing something a little bit more public, then, you know, you're being seen by a lot of people who don't love you as well. So like, there's a huge amount of misrepresentation that can happen. And that sometimes keeps me up at night. I mean, don't you think that social has been a big, like reason how your business grew so fast? Absolutely. It's been a big reason. I think that's because like of the time that the business started in, like if, if we were in a different time and social didn't exist, then it would have grown fast in another way. Because like, I do believe like I'm here to do this regardless and I'm fitting into the time frame that I've been planted here in. So yes, it is because of social right now, um, to some extent. Um, but I think it's like, it's just like one layer deeper. It's like, because of the love of love, love of doing it. So, I mean, your business has grown so much. What are you hoping? What are you hoping for the business? And then I want to just dive into some of your special, amazing formulas and products. So what are you, what are you hoping for the business? I, right now, I think the, our business has grown definitely, but it's really just like at the very beginning stage, it's so early and I haven't even like scratched the surface on like some of the things that I want to do, which all really have to do with storytelling and product. And because like those are the two places where my heart is, um, there's, you know, I want to be able to. I I can't wait to be able to like actually like touch people again and be able to like Mm. have that conversation with other women about how they feel about their appearance um, and like what Kosas can do and what kind of support we can bring into like from a product perspective and have that like really like what I'm always looking for, which is that feeling of like, finally, you know, like finally I've been looking for a lip color that looks like this. Finally, like I, you know, I've been wanting to be able to like get this like polished skin look and I never have been able to. And, you know, th- like, thanks for making this. And finally, like, I feel like I love doing this ritual every day and like, you know, really enjoy it. And it doesn't feel like a routine or a chore. Well, your tinted oil has been a runaway success. You know, I think that was a very unique um, formula that I think really, you know, hit like hit a, a nerve. So when did, how did you think of that? Because there's not a lot of tinted oils on the market. No, there aren't. I mean, if for me, it was like, I liked to use oils and I like the look of 
of a, of like a foundation. Like I like the look of a little bit of complexion product. I think it makes me feel like I look dressed. Um, I don't like a lot and it's like very specific what I'm looking for. Like I want a little bit of my skin to show through, but only the parts of my skin that I love. And then I want the rest of it to all look really even. And I want to address my redness. I don't want to, I don't want something that's going to settle into my pores. And most importantly, I want it to look better and better throughout the day, which I've, you know, have had a hard time experiencing as a person who wears foundation. And I want to be able to wear it every day, frankly, too. I don't want to save it for special occasions, which is how I was feeling. I want to be able to get up and put on my favorite face every day quickly, but I want it to look awesome. And that's really how that product came to be. It was like, how do I fulfill all those needs? Um, Which is usually where I start. I'm like, I'm looking for something that makes me feel like this. So like, what would be the ingredient profile of that? And the ingredient profile turned out to be something that I like tremendously love, which are oils. And then... I ended up putting pigment inside the oils. And then I was like, what is this? Like, this is like pigment in the oil. It's face oil and it's tinted. So it's tinted face oil. And that's like how it was named. And and you have a new serum deodorant? Yes. I, I never, I never, ever thought of putting those two words together. So could you tell us what it is and how you thought of that? Totally. So similarly to the foundation thing, like I had this issue, which was that I have very strong BO and smells terrible and ripe and insane. And, um, I wanted to like not have BO. I mean, it was really like, it's really actually that simple. I wanted to not have BO. I had started to hear about, like, I've been, I've been looking for things all over the place. Like I had tried baking soda on my armpits, burned my armpits and turned them black. I had tried, I was like, okay, maybe if you do like a few drops of lemon juice and like some tea tree oil, like that will be the thing that, you know, is like so antimicrobial that you won't have BO. None of those things worked. I've tried several different kinds of things, fennel oil. Um, I then like caught wind of people putting AHA toners on their armpits. And this was like changing the game for their BO. (laughs) So I started doing it too. And I was like, wait, what? There was this first day that I did it. And I was like, I don't, I smell my own armpit. I'm going to do it right now. I do it all the time. Now I'm, I'm now, now that I use my own deodorant, I'm obsessed with smelling my armpit because I know what my actual (laughs) real armpit smells like. I know what my own essence smells like. And I like it. I think it's pleasant when it doesn't have any BO. And that's what I started to experience. So I was like, I, I have to figure out how to really like, you know, make this safe and great for armpits. And um, that's how that was formulated. And it was a serum texture and therefore it's a serum deodorant. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. I do want to ask you the same question I ask to everyone I have on this podcast. What does beauty mean to you? Beauty, beauty to me is like an entire whole life lived experience. It's like a collection of things that make you love looking in the mirror, but also make you feel really good and make you feel to me like the favorite version of yourself. Like if I were to close my eyes and and picture myself in my own perfection, which is such a thing that comes like we we are born, we are all born that way. It's such a thing that comes from like all your thoughts and feelings and who you are on the inside. And I focus deeply on the things that I love about myself. What are the ways and things in my life that really support me showing up as my favorite version of myself? And that's how I see beauty. And what's your health routine like? My health routine is very human. um, And it's like totally based on doing things that make me feel like my favorite version of myself. So um, I like in terms of eating, I would call myself balanced. Like I love food and dinner is my favorite meal of the day by far. And I love like a full dinner and like the full ritual of it and everything. I think that's such a like heartwarming time of day for me. Um, and then the rest of the time I eat almost the same thing all the time. And I also like, so I like eat a lot of healthy things and then I eat like cookies and candy and I drink wine because I like them. They make me feel good. I love that. I love that. I would, I would call it intuitive eating. Totally intuitive eating. I very much like listen to what I want and then I have it and then I feel awesome about it. Like that's the one thing that I like to throw away, which is like any feeling of guilt. And what do you do for fun? I think the thing that I do the most for fun, though, is spending time with my friends. It's like spending time with friends, just talking. Like, there's nothing more fun to me than that. And last question, is there one product you cannot live without? Anything in the world. Oh my God, there's like 20. I could not live without coffee. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. But I am really, really happy to have met you and to listen to your journey. And um, I'm I'm excited to be back in the clean game and be, you know, someone who, you know, could also be here for support if you ever need anything. I'm available because 
you know, we're, we're in this together. So I'm, I'm happy to meet you and I'm really proud of you and I can't wait to see what you're Thank doing Thank you next. so much, Bobby. Thank you for having me. It's really great to meet you. Oh, my pleasure. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.